So Vance Church Chancel Choir under the direction of Mrs. Debbie Briding with soloist Ella Green and strings folks Dina Miller, Judith Myers, Ben Podolsky, and Molly Williams. Our scripture lessons tonight are familiar ones for this occasion. The ninth chapter of Isaiah, starting at the second verse. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who lived in a land of deep darkness, on them light has shined. You have multiplied the nation. You have increased its joy. They rejoice before you as with joy at the harvest, as people exult within dividing plunder. For the yoke of their burden and, their, and the bar across their shoulders, the rod of their oppressors, you have broken as on the day of Midian. For all the boots of this trampling warriors and all the garments rolled in blood shall be, buried, shall be burned as fuel for the fire. For a child has been born to us, A son given to us, authority rests upon his shoulders, and his name is Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. His authority shall grow continually, and there shall be endless peace for the throne of David and his kingdom. He will establish and uphold with justice and with righteousness. From the time awarded and forevermore, the zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. And then from the second chapter of Luke, you know the story in the first 10 verse, in the first 20 verses. In those days, a decree went out from Emperor Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration and was taken while Quirinius was governor of Syria. All went to their own towns to be registered. Joseph also went from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to the city of David called Bethlehem, because he was descended from the house and the family of David. He went to be registered with Mary, to whom he was engaged and who was expecting a child. And while they were there, the time came for her to deliver her child. And she gave birth to her child, to her firstborn son, and wrapped him in bands of cloth and laid him in a manger because there was no place for him in the inn. And in that region there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flocks by night. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord showed around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you, and you will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was within the angel a multitude... 
And suddenly there was, with the angel, a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace among those whom he favors. Friends, this is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Do you like memes? You know what memes are, right? These things that you see in Facebook that have these clever sayings or these cute pictures or whatever. I saw a Christmas one recently that said, Wrapping Christmas presents is folding laundry's evil stepsister. So I found this thing that had lots of memes in it, memes of the season, some of them. One of them says, we plan to cut all homeless people in half by 2025. Please don't do that. Another picture of a man holding a sign, a cardboard sign, says, I'm not homeless. My wife has just been in Target for two hours. Please help. This one's a good one. I think you'll enjoy. So welcome to solicitors, probably at an attorney's house, I would guess. This household charges $20 per minute to listen to sales pitches, religious messages, and any other speech you are offering today. These fees are payable in advance, and you hereby acknowledge your agreement to the terms above by knocking on the door or ringing the doorbell. Here's a fun one. Lost Roomba. His name is Higgins. He does not bite. My husband left our bungalow door open and our Roomba escaped. We followed his cleaning track for four miles down the beach and then we lost his trails. Higgins cannot swim. Please help us bring him back home. This one, a sign on a tree in a a far out country road, simply says, your GPS is wrong, turn around. Here's one from Community Presbyterian Church. I don't know where that is, but they are an interesting congregation, clearly. It says, God does not have favorites, but our our sign guy does. Go Rams. Remember what the valet who parked your car looks like because we do not have valet parking. <laughs> and then here's just one more that I find amusing. It's a, it's, a, it's a group of stick people sitting in chairs in a row and one of them has fallen over on his face. And it says, doctor's waiting room. If you die while waiting to see the doctor, please cancel your appointment immediately. True enough, I guess. Memes are fun little things that we can play with, that we can have fun with, that are entertaining. But I saw one this week that set me off. And it said simply, Christmas is canceled. What? (laughs) 
Christmas is canceled, it said. Now, it was supposed to be a meme from a church saying our Christmas services are going to be canceled this year because it's so cold and there's snow and the world is coming to an end and oh, woe is us. But what it said was Christmas is canceled. And I remembered once when my nephew was about eight, he's 42 now, and he, we were watching, you know, on the news, the Santa tracker, and the Santa was being tracked, and the guy came on the news, and he said, the weather's so bad this year that Santa just might, might not make it. And he fell on the floor crying, because he thought Christmas was going to be canceled. You cancel Christmas? What do you do when you cancel Christmas? Santa stays home? There's no particularly matched family pajamas for the perfectly photographed happy family looking like they just fell out of a Land's End catalog. Elf on the Shelf becomes the gnome that stays home. I've been musing about this for a while, can you tell? Oh, and there's no Christmas cards. You don't have to send Christmas cards if Christmas is canceled. No perfectly written, fastidiously edited, braggadocious Christmas letter going to your relatives telling all the things that you never really did this year. Don't have to drag their kid, your kids to get that Santa photo they never want to take to have screaming pictures of them crying. In their wedding photos. And no festive snacks. If there's no festive snacks, because Christmas is canceled, guess what? Two weeks from now, we all don't have to have New Year's resolutions to lose a bunch of weight. So what if we, crisp, what if we canceled Christmas? I googled, Christmas is canceled. And do you know there is a ton of articles suggesting what you can do to cancel Christmas? I was appalled. One of them was written by a Brit, though, who said, In the U.S., when we think of Christmas, the first thing that comes to our mind is not church, but family, food, and opening presents. That's how we've come to understand Christmas. So if we cancel Christmas, we can just cancel all those things. There is another, though, another wonderful article that was written by Bethel McGrew. And Bethel McGrew was writing about the fact that their church is closing this year. They don't have enough people and enough money to keep it going. There aren't enough pastors for them to have a church service anymore. It's become impossible to do. And the announcement came late. Too late for them even to realize that there was much they could do about it. And so they realize as they sit tonight or tomorrow morning that that is the last Christmas service they will ever have as a church. 
Bethel McGrew says, How might I have gone about, about going to church this year differently if I had known? Maybe I would have taken better care of myself on Saturdays so I could be refreshed and ready to give my God wholehearted focus on Sundays instead of shutting my eyes through the sermons. And those of you who do that don't think I don't know who you are. Maybe I would have gone out of my way to thank the few folks who are still left for everything they've done to keep the place afloat. Maybe some weekends I would have brought my microphone and recorded a few hymns with the lovely acoustics. Or maybe on a sunny day, I would have just sat quietly meditating on the crucifix over our altar, enjoying the light as it streamed through our couple of hanging bits of stained glass. Bethel McGrew goes on to say, We always think about what could have been, what might, what we might have done. We always chide ourselves for not planning even when we had our whole lives to plan. Christmas is canceled as I've thought about that. How might I have done things differently if I knew this was my last Christmas or if I knew that this was the only Christmas I would have with you? What would life look like? Can Christmas even really be canceled? I talked to a local school teacher about this, and she said, no, for me this year, Christmas is not canceled. She has a classroom of students, one of which she calls a feral child. He lives in conditions that are unthinkable for a first world person to live in. And I'm not going to say any more than that. He has very little chance in this life. And yet he tries very, very hard to succeed. And for her this year, he gave her a small little notebook like this that he had written his name over and over again in because he had to practice writing his name. But there were still some pages empty. And he said, your daughter can write in this. And also a little matchbox car, which you could tell was his and had been played with. He said, this is for your son. The spirit of Christmas is alive there in that child and in that relationship between that teacher and that child. And Christmas is not canceled. them. I just ran to the pharmacy real quick before I came in here and met a friend, somebody that I admire greatly. She understands me better than most people in this world. She is a person whose personal mantra is, I am in control of my emotions. I remembered that as she was standing there telling me that her husband has been given five years to live. 
And I thought, of all people, you're the one that should cancel Christmas this year. She said, no, we take everything day by day. We do the best we can. We're thankful for what we have. Then she said to me, and you, don't talk to me about religion. I don't perceive myself as being one of those people who particularly talks about religion all the time anyway. But she was very clear. Don't talk to me about religion. And I thought, Christmas is not canceled this year. I will not talk to you about religion. But what I will say is I will stand beside you as your friend through good times and bad, no matter what. Because my religion says that is what God has done for me. Christmas is not canceled. In fact, Christmas will never be canceled because God in Christ has come into our world. God did that deliberately, making Christ a child, the most vulnerable, the most innocent of all human beings, in a place in the world where life was not good, to show us That God will go to the ends of the earth to be present with us. That God will stand beside us in good times and bad. That God is with us. Emmanuel. Emmanuel, God with us. Yesterday. Today. Tomorrow. Thanks be to God. Amen.